Welcome to the Crossroads Podcast, where we come alongside people at the crossroads of life. We are here to listen, cultivate, and empower. Don't let this time pass. You want a change in your life, but haven't taken the first step. Take the first step by making an appointment on our website, crossroadsadvisors1.clientsecure.com. Dot me. Take that first step toward living a fuller and healthier life. Website link in bio. Welcome to the Crossroads Podcast, where we're trying to come alongside people at the crossroads of life. We're here to listen, cultivate, and empower. You know, during this holiday season, we've taken a little bit of a of a sidetrack road and we've started mixing in some seasonally appropriate episodes to just kind of help navigate the season. We've talked about surviving the holidays. We've talked about the importance of gratitude. Um, We've also focused on words that are common this time of the year, joy, peace, and hope. And today we want to focus on something else with the end of the year and the beginning of a new year. And if you haven't heard those other episodes, now is a great time to go back and listen to them and enjoy um, some of the things that we've talked about to try to stay focused during this time of the year. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about out with the old and in with the new. And um, the holiday season, especially this time of year where the year is ending soon and the new year is going to be beginning it's important um time in our life to kind of close out that that chapter of the old year and start focusing um on the new year and the new season and it is you know i don't know if if you're wired this way or if you kind of have this as a practice that you take an inventory at the end of a year and and kind of make some plans for the following year, but it's just a terrific practice. For me, I grew up uh, with a father who was um, really a, a truly self-made man. My my grandfather, unfortunately, was a pretty abusive dad. And so my father, um, in junior high, his family was moving, and um, his mom and his dad, and he talked them into allowing him to stay in the little small Texas town where they lived Mm -hmm. because he really liked it. He had some great coaches. He had great, he was at a great school, a lot of great friends. And so he began um, from middle school on living on his own and living with a coach, living, boarding, boarding with a, an older widow lady, um, but in all of that, the reason I say all that is a big part of his life and, and, and what propelled him on to go to college and to become an entrepreneur and to really, you know, be a terrific dad and a great provider for his family was goals and, and kind of setting objectives and planning and, mm-hmm. and seeing the close of seasons and the beginning of new seasons. And so the end of the year is a great time to do that. And we encourage you to do it. I would estimate that most everybody has things that they want to change about themselves. Right. Yeah. And that's when you make your new year's resolution. You know, usually it's 
I'm going to go to the gym every day and work out and I'm going to, you know, lose this much weight or start eating healthier. You know, I've eaten so much junk over the holidays that now it's time to really focus on healthy eating. And those are good goals to make, but then there's also goals about just, you know, who you are and who you would like to grow to become. That's right. And, you know, this time of the year is important. And, you know, don't let it pass. Um, You want to make a change in your life, um, but you haven't taken that first step yet. Take that first step and and, and, uh, implement some of the things that you wanted to do. Um, You could get on our website, which is crossroadsadvisors1.clientsecure.me. And that may be your first step toward living a fuller and healthier life. You can make an appointment there, and and we'll be happy to, to set up some time to talk with you and help you kind of strategize on how you can take that next step. But let's, let's talk about three things here at the end of the year that somebody you know, can do. And there are a lot of things you can do, but this is just three suggestions we're just throwing out to you that maybe will help you with things that, um, that you've looked back on this, this previous year and just thought, man, I want to change that about myself or about my situation, my life and things that you would like to do in 2024. Mm -hmm. So the first thing is, 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 Stop and take an inventory of your life. We live very busy lives. It's a, we, we live in a fast food society. I mean, everything's fast. Everything is immediate. You've got right. a phone. You're, you know, it's right there in your hand. You're supposed to respond to everything immediately. Demands with work, demands with family. And so this is a critical time to stop and take an inventory of your life. Determine what are the positive things that have really helped you and determine what are some of the negative things that are subtracting from your life. And then you can really figure out what needs to stay in your life and what needs to go. Right. And you can figure out, hey, this doing this at work worked for me and, and really was um, helped to improve my my work and my job and, and things. And then you can say, oh, maybe next year I shouldn't be doing it that way and make some changes. And um, just looking back at the positives and the negatives, like Joey said, can be extremely beneficial in the upcoming year and moving forward. And, you know, as you stop and take that inventory, um, you know, you, you may you may possibly come up with quite a few things you want to change, but I would encourage you just pick one or two, you know, just start somewhere, just right. start with one, take an inventory and, and just start with one thing that you really want to change that can just have a positive impact on your life and, and really help you to be a more productive person, a more loving person, a more compassionate person. And, and so think about that and, but just take a little time and stop and, and think about that part of life. Right. And that's a good suggestion to, to just focus on one thing that you would like to, to area where you'd like to grow. Um, because it can be overwhelming if you have too many things and then you can easily give up. But if you have one that you're focused on, then it's easier to maintain 
the that goal. Yeah. You know, the second thing after stopping and just kind of taking an inventory of your life is determine what you want your life to look like. I don't think we do this enough. We don't stop and determine what do I want my life to be about? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, uh, we, we typically just just kind of follow societal norms. And that's not always the healthiest thing to do. And so I would encourage you, think about, you know, how you want your life to develop, how you want to build your life. Um, what do you desire? What are the things you want to grow in? Not what people around you are doing, not what, um, you know, society tells you ought to, you that you ought to be doing, but what do you want to be doing? What do you want your life to look like? That requires really having to know yourself and not just knowing what your friends or people around you are like, but you have to really know what what you desire and what, what how you feel about different things and not just gravitate um, to the opinions of what others have. Um, without really knowing who you are, then you're not going to be able to um, make the desired growth and the goals that, that you have. You're not going to it goes back to the feeling of joy and peace and hope. You're not going to have those experiences with those feelings because you don't you don't know who you are. You don't know what you want. So you really have to um, focus on yourself and, and a healthy image of who you truly are. Right. So we want to see you grow. So one, take stop, take an inventory of your life really kind of figure out where you are. Mm -hmm. And then secondly, um, really start determining what you want your life to be about, Mm -hmm. you know, not just what, what's current, what, what's the current fad, you know, is it Mm -hmm. working out? Is it Peloton? Is it this? Is it that? No, it's, it's, what do you want your life to be about? Mm -hmm. And, and that's on the, um, you know, surface levels all the way to the deepest level of your life. Mm -hmm. And I've heard people say that they make these boards about, what they want their life to look like. And by creating these boards with these images of what they want in their life, they can really see the picture of what they desire versus what society or their friends talk about and desire. But they can really make it personal to themselves. And when you really see those goals, then you can, they're, they're easier uh, um, achieved. You know, and you might need help from some really true and trusted friends or, you know, maybe help with a counselor or with a with a coach or something so that you can really, um, really map out what your plan is for your for your life. Yeah, that's a good thought. And then the third thing that we're talking about today is and this is really, really important. And this is something that's, I would say, newer to me in the last two to three years, and that is focus on the process, not the goal. Mm -hmm. So that may sound like I'm contradicting myself because I talked before and even in the, uh, you know, previous uh, episode we had on 
joy and peace and hope, but talked about how important goals are. And they are important. But and I grew up that way, I would be a little bit different from my from my father. And he wrote a book about it. He it's still in print success, the Glenn Bland method. It's still in print. It was written in 1972, sold hundreds of thousands of copies. And and a big emphasis in there is goal setting. Mm -hmm. And goals, I think are important. But the problem is, is that if you're just focused on the goal, um, then, then it typically can lead you to disappointment. I'll use the example in my life. I almost every year will make, you can call it a New Year's resolution, you can call it a goal, you can call it whatever you want. But generally at the beginning of the year, I have this, um, this stated desire to exercise more. <laughs> and and so in the past I've always kind of set a goal of um let's say 4 days a week that mm -hmm. I want to exercise. But what inevitably has happened year after year is I get to mid late January <laughs> um and and I'm not hitting four days. Mm -hmm. And so I'm hitting three or two. And I've got enough of a perfectionist in me that that kind of drives me crazy. And what it ends up doing is it actually ends up um, making you want to quit. <laughs> it, 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 it disincentivizes me. Mm -hmm. um, it, it discourages me. And so a couple of years ago, for whatever reason, it just hit me in January you know, instead of saying I want to work out four days a week, um, because every year I'm struggling with this and mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a problem solver. I like problems. I like to try to figure out solutions. So that's mm -hmm. what I'm doing. I'm thinking, I mean, every year I make this like this resolution that I'm going to work out and yeah. every year, you know, I, I work out in January, then not February, March, maybe I'll come back in May and it's very <laughs> up and down and. But I, for me, this epiphany, this paradigm shift came because I thought, you know, if I work out one day a week, one day a week, mm -hmm. that's 52 times in a year. And that's more than I'm working out right now. <laughs> right. Because I'm so hot and cold with mm -hmm. it because I'm not reaching my goal and I get discouraged. And so for me, um, one it taught me a little bit different angle of having grace with myself mm -hmm. that um, I want to be healthy. So I'm not going to focus on just the workouts. I'm going to focus on being healthy. And if I can do it once a week and that's all I can manage this week, then great. Right. And if I can do it four times, then super. And so what happened was I began working out more consistently than I ever have. Mm -hmm. Two years ago was the first time that I went, with the exception of a couple of weeks during the summer, I worked out every week. And most weeks, it was three to four days. Mm -hmm. I've never done that in my life. Right. It's or just a different mindset. It's a different mindset. But I would go back to, because I was focused more on the process mm -hmm. of just being healthy, mm -hmm. of it makes me feel better. I, I, I'm more creative. I, I feel like I work harder or work better when I get up in the morning. Mm -hmm. I like working out in the morning and starting my day off like that. Right. Yeah, it's important, like you said, that you have a goal because you want to reach something, but maybe just rephrase what the goal is. And so 
the goal became for you not I have to do it four days a week to 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 you know have this goal but the goal was um I want to be healthier and so exercising even if it was one day a week the the um the focus wasn't on how many times you did it it was just a healthier um physically right. healthier right i'm gonna be healthier with just mm-hmm. one day a week consistently right then not doing it for a right. few months on end and then doing it for a week or two and right so yeah so it's really uh, exactly what priscilla said it's it's really a focus not on the number but on the the concept what you're trying to accomplish and for me that was being healthier Mm -hmm. and so i want to encourage you to just think about that you know think about the process and um and and getting good at what you're doing versus that you've got to reach this goal and you've got to reach it by this certain time period and you're putting all this Mm -hmm. uh, pressure on yourself you're constraining yourself and more times than not, I believe it leads to discouragement versus growth and empowerment. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So start start the year off by looking at your positives and ne- negatives from the previous year, and then start um, looking at how what process I can make to improve the positives and to improve the negatives to turn those negatives into positives. And what we hope that for you for this year is that is that despite whatever circumstances come your way because you have no control over that you have no control over health you have no you have very little control over life and Mm -hmm. just things that happen even jobs but what our hope is for you is that by doing some of these things we're talking about by stopping taking an inventory of your life by determining how you want your life to be lived what are the values of your life and what are you trying to accomplish and then setting you know some of those objectives out there that you want to you know find the process to get to those our hope is is that you experience growth and so by the end of next year our hope would be you would sit there and be able to go you know at the beginning of this year I really wanted to, you know, be healthier. And look, I'm healthier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really wanted to develop this in my business. And look, I've developed this. And mm-hmm. and so um, don't don't just talk about it anymore. Right. Uh, pick out those one or two things and um, let's let's go get it. Uh, you've got the opportunity, and um, it's right there. Subscribe and follow our podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And follow us on Instagram at Crossroads of Divorce.